0: People of the Planiverse, welcome to episode 44 of the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Planiverse. with me, Karina Tovmasyan, and my illustrious co-host, Steve Morton. Hello. Hi, Steve.
1: Hello, hello, hello. How are you today? Oh, it's not so bad. It's a little bit cold, but...
0: Well, I oh. have a suggestion for that cold. I'm going to burn every single piece of paper that I have written on this year, and I'm going to no. have a massive purge. <laughs> You can't do that. Why? Isn't that how you're supposed to purge? Isn't that what purges are all about?
1: Think of the damage to the ozone layer. Oh, right, right. There's that.
0: (laughs) So if you haven't guessed already, dear listeners, this is what our topic is about. How to do a year-end wrap-up and how to purge or what to purge if you need to purge and how to archive so that you can actually reference your content once you have decided to preserve it for posterity that just sort of rolled off the tongue there didn't it that alliteration I like that preserve it for posterity I like that so that's what we're going to be discussing today uh, Steve and I and seeing as how I am a lot newer at this than Steve is with his with his papers and planners I've only got about three or four years, I think of stuff. When was it since 2012 or 13? I think I could say, so that would be about three years. And because I was new with this starting, I I'm still switching sizes and still trying to figure out where I'm at. So my year ends haven't actually been so much of a wrap up Mm. as a nightmare paper explosion. (laughs) (laughs) I'm now getting to the point where I have collected some desk fax papers, some B5 papers and have not wanted to throw those away. So I can see that there's a sense to wanting to keep some of them. But I know that you're a lot more old hat at this than I mm-hmm. am. What is the process that you go through, Steve, when, when you Each... decide that you're, it's year end? At what point do you decide that it's year end? Do you wait till the oh, end of the I, year? I
1: wait till the last week of December. Okay. And then that's really the the sort of overlap week for me. Um, generally, the sort of, you know, the few days after Christmas where our oh, Um, diary inserts will potentially sort of start in that week and the old ones will finish so there tends to be a bit of duplication there and it just helps when you've got into January fully, you've still got the previous week to hand Um, but during the year um, I tend to archive more or less as I go along not every week of course but sort of you know as the mood takes me, and I do that into another um a five that sits on the desk anyway that's the you know my reference one, which has got all the maps and all that lessy looked at stuff and it's just there for convenience really wait uh, so
0: so you mean to tell me that as you go through the year, you're actually taking part of the current year out to yes. archive it yes that that just so wrong there's so much wrongness in that. There's well, no, no, it's still
1: to hand. It's just here. But I, I don't really need it but when it... when I'm out and about, do I? What if
0: you need to reference something when you're out and about? Yeah, but I've still
1: got, like, the, say, the previous three months still in there. It's only stuff right. older than about three months. That...
0: Okay, all right. Well, still, yeah. I don't know. Okay, well, well fine, go on. That thing gives me
1: space to move in. It must be
0: a Steve thing.
1: <laughs> um, you Because know, I don't put the whole 12 months in in one go, either. You don't? Okay, no. well... Okay. So there's well. no, again, there's no real need. I don't, you know, to travel that far in the in advance. So, you know, it's it's. I, you know, I can't remember. Think of doing. A, I have a year planner, in the in the thing for the whole year, of course. So, you know, if there's anything beyond what my diary pages have got, then that's fine. And if need be, I can always jot something on a bit of paper and then, record it later, sort of thing. But what I then do is once the Year end is finished. Everything will come out of that. All my diary pages will come out of that planner Mm. and go into like a storage one. Now the storage one keeps—I can't remember how many years are in it without looking—but generally about sort of four, four, four years worth go into that one, and they're Uh just sort of labelled off with the, the years. Once they that one fills up, they then get offloaded out of there just into a filing cabinet drawer and I've got them. And I just checked going back to 2009 um, all bundled up. It's quite amusing actually going through some of those earlier ones because um, I was changing formats and not all the same size, but right. di- different diary formats. I think one year I was in dailies at one point. So that's quite a stack of paper. So there's
0: two schools of thought on this, I think. There may be more, but the two major schools of thought on this have been either, why are you saving this? Who the heck is going to need stuff from 2009? Mm. That's one, one viewpoint. And the other viewpoint is... Too bad you don't have it all the way back to 2001, right? So there's people that are saying you're missing information and others saying, well, what are you going to need? And I remember you and I discussed at one point how you actually were able to trump a legal case because you did have valuable information. Um, Would you mind sharing that story with us or a little bit of it?
1: Yeah, I'll certainly share a little bit about that. Um, I had to account for my movements... um, in regards to my mother, and this goat dates back to around about 2010 2011. And of course, I'd got my diaries going back that far, so not only what was planned but also what actually happened. Cause, you know, I'd separate the two out you know, what is planned is what's intended to happen, and what actually happened are potentially two different things. Correct, we're tying the two things together. I was able to verify dates and times of phone calls, dates and times of visits, um, et cetera, et cetera. Dates, not necessarily of letters because there were very few of those. But that helped um, um, sort of beat the opposition, as it were, by, yeah. who were basically saying there had been no communication between myself and my mother uh, for five years or so, which was completely... Dogwash, really. Right. Um, and the
0: documentation yeah. that you had was able well, to corroborate that, this. the documentation
1: that... was one part of the thing. Another part, of course, was lo- loads of photographs, which, again, right. are all date stamped. And again, we were able to pull those out of the archive. Um, so, you know, mix of analog and, techno- and digital definitely was happening there. And the other thing, of course, was I was able to find things quite quickly in my diary or via the photos, whichever, you know, with one person looking on one thing and another looking on the other, we could find dates and then we could go and look at photographs for those dates or vice versa. Which is why it's important to have dates on photographs as well. That's right. So it was a a mix of the two things. And I think really that sort of issue, if you like, which um, fell in my favour, obviously, at the end of the day, thank goodness, um, was what convinced me to keep records longer than just sort of a couple of years. Because I don't have anything prior to uh, 2009, really, mm. stored. Uh, there might be some old stuff in one of my archive boxes in the garage somewhere, but um, I couldn't verify whether it was or not. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, and from um, a
0: point of view of what we do over at Planarology, there's the mm. whole concept of leaving a legacy behind. Mm. and what is that legacy? So if we were to be wiped off the face of the earth tomorrow, what would you be known by? And I think that's an important question when looking at the papers that you want to archive. Mm. And in keeping the kind of records that you want to keep, what is it that you are tracking? What is it that you're keeping track of? And that would then begin to determine whether it's worth archiving or not. Because if Mm. it's simply scribbles of the day, then that's mm. one thing. If you just want to keep a journal, then that's one thing. Mm. I would say, and if it's an actual record of living, and experience of, of life as it as yeah. it's happening in real time, which is really what some of these mm. pages reflect, then I would say that's a whole other level of archival uh, concept that that we should consider. Um, so so this is not to keep all those little bits of trivial information, but when they're bound up together, somehow they, they sort of paint a picture of how one lived one's life.
1: That's right. What I do now, of course, is I use um, a bound um, diary or bound planner as my actual journal. So that's really, uh, and I've been doing that for about three or four years now, that really is a more of a complete record of what was actually happening on each day, Um, especially in this last year or so um but in terms of going back in history there's the, the sort of this big gap if you like because i've got my original diary pages from 1987 88 and 89 which make hilarious reading now because i was i was basically using my file as a journal really then and but when you actually look through it it's more about you know what i was doing at work and Know my son has just been born that year, so it's all about what he was doing and all that sort of stuff.
0: Is it is it a good cure for insomnia? Yeah,
1: yes, I could, you could <laughs> say that, but uh, yeah, there's not that much to go through really because it, it sort of peters out in around about. Do you, Do you find a... that
0: now using a separate calendar or diary uh, works against you in terms of still being able to maintain a journal?
1: No, I find it it works perfectly because at the end of the year. I've got a bound book that's complete for that year and it's, it's not loose leaf. It's complete in itself and it can just be stored away with the date on the spine and that's it sort of thing.
0: No special archiving needs. You just stick a sticker on it um, to put the year and and that's it. On
1: the the year and that's it. You've, You've done. And having it as a separate item rather than it's part of my planner, which I did try one year. Um, I've found that I tend to write in it more because it's a bit more obvious. Otherwise, I was always forgetting to um, put stuff in. I have my 2017 one ready to go as well. I've, <laughs> I've been using the same format. It's just slightly smaller than A5, but it's um, got very nice paper on it. It's multi-language, but fortunately, English and French are the first two on the... Oh, good. Or well, French and English, I can't remember which way around it is, isn't it? So
0: so what's your process then for going through in the last week of the the year, you sit down and you collect your your filofaxes and your planners and whatever else you've been writing in. There's only Mm. one. There's only one now. Yes, that's right. We've, (laughs) We've gone to my life in one place, right? It's the A5, the A5. And yes, so, so what... now you just sort through it or do you do you tear anything out and throw it away or do you just collect the entire mass and tie it together and off
1: you go? What I'll do is I shall take out the planner pages and the blog post pages which are basically the main bulk of the thing for the um, previous year and put them bring them together and they'll just go into my sort of storage binder and bring in the new pages what i'm also wanting to do this year is to go through and tidy up uh, my address pages i do that mm. sort of once a year as well and the christmas time is the ideal time to do that because the occasional addre- change of address you get informed with a christmas card or whatever anyway so sure that's a good as time as any is to you know just update those pages reprint those and just them in the the other binder again as a more of a backup than anything else really um, and 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 then go through some of the notes pages as well because um, they tend to sort of get cluttered up with all sorts of irrelevant stuff
0: if you have um, blank pages do you throw them out
1: well if it's just blank blank in terms of it's an nothing no content on it yeah if it's a dated page and it's yep no, no, it just gets stuck in with the rest of them. I don't actually weed out stuff like that. There's no point, okay. really. Because I should be wondering what, what happened on that week. I can't <laughs> remember. And then I have to then remember that, I oh, it's one of the ones that got thrown out. But How no, often
0: do you go back to look through your archives?
1: Very rarely. Very rarely, indeed, I must admit. Um, most of my trouble, half the time, is remembering what year something happened in. So that sometimes I m- mainly use my photo archive for doing that, because that's a very quick way of of going through to narrow it down to a particular year. And then if not, I need to um, look at the diaries, I can then do it that way. But it's not, you know, apart from, um, you know, legal cases and stuff like that. I very rarely needed to have gone back, but it's...
0: I've been I've been contemplating this year is going to be the first year I actually have something uh, relevant to archive. And I'm thinking yeah. of doing a cover page where it would be almost like a Christmas letter that is mm. sent out to family and friends. We haven't done that this year, but I'm thinking for next year um, to add that Christmas letter to mm. the front page of the planner so yeah. that you can get a quick wrap-up of the major events of the year...
1: What you could do is you could have, say, a year on two pages or something with the months, yeah. and a, a quick <clears throat> summary of each month, sort of thing, couldn't you? Yeah. Be...
0: like a con- not, not like a table of contents, but like a table yeah. of
1: of just, things that happen, generalities. You know, just sort of simple one-liners almost. You right. Could sort of spread through the, um, you know, literally. A line per week, maybe, or yeah, something yeah, like something that. similar, similar. or a line per month, way. perhaps, yeah, if yeah, you want. Yeah, whatever.
0: Uh, so what happens then? As you said, you don't weed out stuff, so that means that everything gets archived together as it was for that year. Yes.
1: So the first stage is it goes into another uh, ring-bound binder, so it's mm. it's all together in there, and I just separate out the years with just dividers. so sure. Just, just they're just sort of unlabeled by, uh, dividers.
0: So does anything get thrown out?
1: No, nope. just okay. goes in, in, as it is, and then once once that binder's full, I, I could go into a second binder, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> I've just got into this practice that after every you know every year, there's the last four or five years in that one binder. That's normally sufficient for me if I ever need to look in it and know where it is. After that, it goes into another archive drawer I've got, and I just hold the pages together with um, what I call them treasury tags or Indian tags. They they got little either little metal. Um, or I, I think in the U.S. Feral. they're called t- twist ties. Yeah, maybe yeah, yeah it's, something like that. they just got it's a, little, a wire with a little bit of paper around it. Well, it's yeah, it's a bit of uh, um, little bit of sort of cord with two little tags on the end. There you okay. just pop them through and they just hold the pages together sort of thing. You can still turn the pages with those things in, which is quite good, really, in that respect. But it just right. holds pages together without big binder clips or anything like that. And it just holds them together. And you, you, stick the, you just um, put a bit of blank paper either side of it, and off you go.
0: Would you feel... Well, this is a real, um, probably an esoteric question, but I'll ask it you anyway. Would you feel differently if I were to empty out the archives that you had now and just burnt them or trashed them or something, would you feel like there was something missing from your life? Yeah, <laughs> he made because... the face. You shouldn't have, oh, see, he should no. have seen the face. <laughs> <sighs> it,
1: it, it, I find it very hard to get rid of things. Uh, anything, really. You know, I, I'm the man who's still got his pager that no longer you can advance past 2004, <laughs> for God's sake. <laughs>
0: so there is something comforting about being able to access the days yeah. of yore. Um, and, and be able to look at your life and reflect and say mm. perhaps this is there was some valuable tidbit here. Have you ever been able to pull out a valuable gem and say, oh, look at that? Uh, besides, of course, the court case that we talked about, the legal yeah, case.
1: Quite amusingly, before we moved over here, so we're looking prior to um, 2010, um, my son was always making fun of me and the um, the file you know, Dad uses analog and all. Oh, he's got this website, you know, because in comparison to his games website, it was sure. um, small fry sort of thing at the time. <laughs> <laughs> and I, whilst whilst we were um, packing things to move here, I came across the old diaries from 87, 88 and 89 and happened to just flick through them and he was around and um, of course I then noticed it's got an awful lot of details about you know his sort of medical records and stuff and various things that had to be attended to when he was only literally weeks old. And Of course you don't think to tell your you know children all the details of what happened to them when they were you know, less than six months old. It's just, well, it happened. It's been dealt with. They're not suffering from that problem now. So, you know, time to move on. But it's all detailed in these diaries, of course. So I passed them to him. He said, Oh, you might find this of interest. So he sat down and he disappeared for a couple of hours, reading through them, you know, quickly sort of glancing sure. through, looking for stuff about him in them. And uh, then came back with them. You see, I didn't know about half of those things. <laughs> and that's but, the
0: value of being able to hand yeah. someone a book because nobody ever wants to hand over their phone and say, here's how I live my life. Here, scroll through my Facebook page so you get to know yeah. me a little better, right? <laughs> um, the, the, there's, And that's one of the things I don't like about the social media aspect that we're dealing with today, mm. Steve, is that someone will post something and it will be such valuable information for it. 13 seconds mm. and off it goes into the ethers because there's the next thing and the next thing and exactly. the next thing. And then, and it just doesn't stop. It's the in infinite scroll of hell. Yes. And yes. I'd rather have be able to come to your house, for example, and sit with you on holiday and say, you know what, let's go through your archives and see what it was like in 2012. For example, this mm. year, 2016 has been rather difficult for me, but, I've gotten a lot of information down in my planner, and I'd mm. much rather be able to hand this to a colleague and say, here's what I did differently with my business in 2016. Maybe this will be of, of mm. use
1: to you. The other thing, some other, there's other sort of clues, if you like, that you leave behind um, in terms of house maintenance and garden maintenance and things yeah. like that. I, you know, I record the, the swimming pool temperature every time I do a top up of the the pool or something i just jot down what the temperature was and so you get some idea of how quickly the, the temperature rose between this week and this week or whatever two three years ago right so that you know this year are we having a typical summer or a fairly <laughs> average or below average one you know just simple little facts like that really um
0: As far as year-end wrap-up goes, one of the things I like to do is go through my master task lists. I do Mm. a monthly one and wrap up and see if there's anything that's carried over from January Mm. of the start of the year. And I do find sometimes there are things that have not been completed and they've just pushed themselves all the way Mm. through and somehow have landed in the graduation day of (laughs) (laughs) the last day of the year. And I say to them, nope, you're not, you're not passing go, you're not collecting $200, you're getting put on the next master task list. When I notice things like that, I try to see if I can break it up into smaller pieces, because that means I've created a very large to do that just doesn't want to get done unless it's broken down.
1: I've that's famously had to me. things like, you know, repair <laughs> walls. And then yeah, yeah. before I get a chance to do it, the wall's been demolished. <laughs> <laughs> so not have to worry
0: about that anymore. No, I
1: could take that one off.
0: <laughs> <laughs> problem solved, problem staying solved, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, so that's one of the things I do Someone for my year-end
0: wrap-up. Do you have anything like that that you go through your master task list or to-do list that you've, do you run through them at all?
1: Yeah, I try to update them as well, really, to sort of reflect, you know, the current really requirement, you know, and do uh, is you know, do I really need to do all these things that have been left undone, sort of thing, for months on end, sort mm. of thing. Um, it also tends to be because it tends to be a sort of a quiet sort of time of the year, if, unless you've got visitors, of course. Um, it, it's a, it's a great time for catching up on little odds and sods that. You know, you just never got quite round to doing sort of thing. And it's it's just sort of a, a good time, really. Um, one of the other things that are, you know, in, in a similar sort of way of trying to remember um, things in the past is particularly with the, the blog. I'm, you know, constantly trying to remember um in what year or months did I do a particular post, for instance? And that can be a complete nightmare. Now you've written about it somewhere. yeah. You can't think when and where it was. So you can try searching for it, but that sometimes is not fraught with issues. And you then find it, it's, it's like looking for that lost screwdriver or something. You find it. When you weren't looking for it, sort of thing. Right. You, you come across things when you're not not looking for it. You're and that's that's been else. a challenge
0: for me with the with the podcast that we have. I you mean. know, sometimes I write ideas about what we could talk about. And then off those ideas go, if they're not chained down somewhere, (laughs) I don't know where I've written them. So now I'm trying to come up with a system that allows Mm. me to track each one of our podcasts outside of the websites that they're posted to. Because what happens if I just want to browse through them and not have Mm. to be in front of a screen? I want to be able to process that information from a paper and pencil point of view. Mm. And as we know, the science is there to show that you actually do process information much quicker and much better when mm. it's when it's on a dynamic piece of paper versus a non-interactive two-dimensional screen that does nothing mm. other than reflect.
1: What I might light. do next week, actually, as part of the archive process, is print off the show notes from all the previous episodes. You know, so that's then a little complete archive in its own way, which again I could re- quickly refer back to quite easily. You know produce the damn things every week but I've never actually printed them out. <laughs> <laughs> oops <laughs> wait what no he didn't say that ladies and gentlemen uh moving on
0: <laughs> so as far as year-end wrap-ups go I tend to go through and one of my my faults this year that I've been trying to correct is that when things get stressy around me I tend not to plan I tend to have mm. blank pages. That's how I know that things have gotten wonky. Mm. And I noticed this last couple of weeks when things have been pretty stressful that I had pre-planned so much that it was nice to have everything there and not have to worry about where mm. the information is. So I do throw away content. And the only way, if I, if, in other words, if I were to look back on my archives and say, where has that week gone? I'll know there was nothing on it if that week nah. is missing. I'm that sort of person that if it's absolutely blank, then it can get chucked. I think I'm going to do a little differently following for next year, though. I'm going to keep everything.
1: Mm -hmm. If if any of our listeners are in the sort of, you know, not keep things, dispose of things because of space consideration and all the rest of it, you know, we're not the sort of going to give you the sort of you must do it this way or you must do it that way. If you are going to dispose of things, I would suggest if you have a domestic size uh, paper shredder to use that rather than just to tear the things up in oh, yeah. a normal waste bin because ID theft is quite rife these days, isn't it?
0: Assuming there's content on there. <laughs> yeah. If there's just blank pages like me, if then don't pages, worry. Then
1: there's not much point. But well, you can't you know, save
0: the blank pages if you want to test printing and things oh, yeah. like that. If though they're very helpful for some
1: of the things. I know people that have use sort of previous blank inserts from a previous year and they just they just paste over the or put some tape or something over the dates and then just one of my goals
0: for next year is to see if I can features. actually print on the philofax address sheets. If Ooh. I can actually... Wouldn't that be fantastic? Wouldn't be marvelous, yes. <laughs> uh, I'll, yeah, mildly fun. <laughs> <Frustrating>, <laughs> I will put that request out there again, though. Is there no one in this wonderful world of ours that can create a program where we can print off directly from our uh, Apple oh, iCal... Oh, I've done it. Uh, yeah, you, can, you can't do it Month to two pages. It's got to be all on one page, yeah? You can't print your address book straight onto the Filofax sheets. You... Like, I want to... No, no you can't in. do it straight right, onto the sheets, Right, right. No. See, no, no. I want too much, Steve. I, I, my yeah. demand on blank sheets, though. Like, yeah, I you know, get it I can do it on blank Word sheets. Too. And then
1: print it from there. But,
0: uh... <laughs> <laughs> right, so the tip for our listeners, Steve, as far as purging and archiving for year end wrap ups, is what for you on your end?
1: Right, so look through your pages that you've um, been using this year and consider, you know. can you remove them all or do you still need to hang on to, say, the last sort of three months of the year at the end of year so you've still got those to look back on because, you know, some people just go continuous through the year, don't they? And, you know, consider how many pages you really need to put into that planner of yours. As many as possible. (laughs) As many as will fit. And also while you're at it, Go through your notes, pages, and things, and do they fit in with your archive, or are they continuously required? Is it a good time to update any address sheets and stuff like that, and and that sort of thing? Really, just keep, give it a, you know, give it, give your planner a birthday if it's one with removable indexes or removable pages take all the pages out and give it a little dust out or clean (laughs) or something (laughs)
0: clear out clear out of the planner check in the
1: pockets because it's amazing what you find that you've put in the pockets and you think oh I wonder where that (laughs) had (laughs) gone
0: Well, I would advise, having worked in museums where I had to archive things with actual archival paper and so Mm. on, I would advise a couple of things. Number one, if you think you're going to archive your stuff, please make sure you're not writing with erasable ink. No. Because that will wear out eventually. It will fade away. Uh, Two, make sure the quality of the paper that you use is one where it will last and most of the the sheets that that filofax sell are not archival most of the sheets that we have in printer paper are not archival quality uh you don't have to go crazy with it i think the tomo river paper though is archival quality Mm -hmm. um at least it's very close to from my experience and I would suggest coming up with a system so that, like Steve has, where he knows once it's done at the end of the year, it goes into a binder. At the end of the year, once that binder is full, everything goes into the filing cabinet. It's sort of a circular system where he knows how to keep track of it. He doesn't have to think about it. It's automated. And I would suggest that would be a good way to wrap things up. And so where can we find you, Steve?
1: As usual, getting ready for the festivities on falafaxi.com and travellersnotebooktimes.com
0: And I'll be hanging lights up at Planarology on Facebook and planarology.com and on Instagram at Karina <laughs>